You're listening to the Spaceship Earth podcast. Welcome to episode 29 of the Spaceship Earth podcast with me, Dan Burgess. Uh, this is a little uh, little micro episode. This isn't the usual conversation. Uh, this is a, uh, a short episode which is about uh, introducing a project that I'm bringing into the world this year with my good friend Andres Roberts from the Bioleadership Project. If you're a regular listener, you may well have listened to uh, a quite a deep conversation Andres and I had last uh, May, I think it was, in episode 22. Um, anyway, let's fast forward now. It's February of 2020. Uh, we're living in a climate and ecological emergency. Uh, uh, what is going to happen this year? 2020 is an enormous year. There's COP26 at the end of this year. I think everyone's kind of feeling like uh, a lot of stuff really needs to accelerate this year. A lot of change needs to happen. So are you someone who is working with creativity in their work? You might be working in a creative agency in advertising, design, PR, or digital and content. You might be in a media company, or you might be working in marketing for product communication for a brand. You might be a strategist or a journalist or a technologist. The core thing in all of this is you're working with ideas, with stories and with relationships, with creativity and communications. You might be a founder of your own business or a partner. You could be a director. You might be a freelancer or a consultant. You could be working for an NGO. Are you one of those people who is maybe really feeling now this need for change uh last year was the big shake up right it was like the big kind of like like the snow globe that's how i saw last year we were all shaken up um an awakening if you like was starting to happen primarily driven by the extremely uh, courageous efforts of uh, the school climate strikers and our friends extinction rebellion um a lot of space has opened up a lot of uh, awakening is going on are you feeling like uh, serious change has to happen but you're kind of still a little bit caught in business as usual. So we're sort of working in this kind of weird paradigm where you're sensing um, that a lot of things have to shift, a lot of things have to change. It's no longer good enough to keep operating in the way we were, building and supporting businesses and products and processes that are effectively damaging life on Earth. So how do you shift to something regenerative and life-sustaining and more beautiful? How do you move your model? How do you move your offer? How do you evolve in a way when everything seems so stuck, so embedded, so locked? If these are the kinds of questions you're asking yourself and you're thinking the way I'm trying to lead conventionally is not working, then maybe this learning and leadership program with the Bioleadership Project and the Spaceship Earth is for you. We're designing and hosting a six-month leadership learning journey grounded in nature's principles and uh, living systems. Some of it's going to be based online, some of it's going to be based in the real world, um, in a retreat and physical get-togethers. Um, and we are looking for 10 to 12 people who are practicing at a pretty senior level, you've got a lot of experience, you're able to influence definitely through your work, That's but you're looking to develop a new way of showing up, a new form of leadership, which is much more based in leading as a system, as a kind of field rather than an individual hero. You're looking for new ideas and concepts and ways of showing up to build kind of the sort of resilience um, and adaptability that's being called for now at this moment in time on this beautiful planet of ours 
on our watch right now. So if any of this is chiming or ringing true, or if you uh, know someone who you think this is going to uh, be interesting for them, please share. Going to take you straight into this discussion now with Andres. If you're interested, follow the links in the show notes. Hit us up for more detail. So Andres, welcome back to the Spaceship Earth podcast. This is a this is a more of a little snippet versus our kind of uh, long form version from last May, I think it was. Mm, hey again, Dan. <laughs> nice to be back. The sun is shining again. I remember is it? it was shining brightly when I when I was last speaking with you on this. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's good to have the sun back. Where are you? Where are you today? We were in your garden last time. Where where, where are we finding you today? I'm back in Bristol. I'm in a shared nice. workspace, looking out at some cranes and clouds and and birds <laughs> that was a bit of nature yeah. sounds very 21st century doesn't it cranes and clouds and birds um awesome well look thanks for taking the time we're going to um we want to just talk focus on on this um this bioleadership um program that we're co-creating on this with this creative communications cluster um and what i really wanted to do because for those folks who who might have listened to the episode from last year we went quite deep into what was happening at that moment and the work you were doing but i'd love to i'd love to sort of start off with yeah just what's what's been sort of emerging for you with the bioleadership program and the the whole journey that you've been on since we last chatted is that is that is that a good place to start yeah great 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 thank you well i remember in our last call we said this is a moment in time and um and we might have even used a metaphor of kind of catching a wave or, or, or some kind of emerging force and voice happening in the world. There have been so many crazy dynamics, haven't there, in, in culture and society and, and business and so on. But, but it definitely feels like this wave of exploring a new form of progress, a new form of business, a new form of leadership, challenging the status quo has been growing and the bioleadership work has really sort of been um, uh, mushrooming in that. I, I say that in the spirit of the mycelium network. <laughs> yeah, I love you it. Know, a, lo- a lot of a lot of work, not just you know, what we've been doing, but our communities, people we know, other networks. Have, there's been a lot of work happening in the ground, and hmm. all of a sudden, the bioleadership stuff seems to be sort of mushrooming in projects and communities and conversations and connections across countries and across international boundaries so so it's exciting yeah 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 um and what does and what does that what's that what's that look like a bit can we just help uh, maybe our listeners imagine a bit more like how's that, how where's bioleadership been been showing up yeah well one one thing that's helped to clarify where we're at with it is to say we, we've not we, we know this we've spoken about this part of the story similar to your work says business as usual is broken it's mm-hmm. not fit for purpose anymore yeah business as usual story of leadership is no longer fit for purpose for all of the good it's brought us we need something new it needs to be more adaptive uh, more nimble more regenerative and so on and so on so the, the vision that we've set out for the bioleadership project says this is about connecting and supporting an ecosystem of people and projects capable of shifting systems, but also capable of shifting the story of leadership. So, mm. so we're creating more than a network. It's a living, connected, um, dynamic community and more of people and stories that are showing that a new way of working with nature, like nature, for nature is happening. 
and um, so that's that's part one. That's that's the vision. Um, I good, do that's think a, that's a good vision. You like it's it? A good vision. <laughs> it's a good. Makes <laughs> two of us. I'm there. I'm on my way. Just, <laughs> I'm heading there. I, th- I think. I think it's growing. I think. And all, well, that's the interesting thing culturally. All of a sudden, it doesn't necessarily sound totally crazy to say that. All of a sudden, it doesn't sound totally esoteric or or new agey to to be working in that way. We, we recognize it from an engineering perspective, from a social perspective, from a cultural perspective. We're like, okay, yeah, this is a moment in time to do this stuff. So yeah. there's a clearer intention. Yeah. Um, and the invitation, I think, with the bioleadership work, which is also clearer, is to say... Let's bring together people who are willing to change that story or to explore how to change that story. <clears throat> so I, I kind of think that gives us a little bit more momentum. It says this is about helping people who want to change systems, but also the paradigm of leadership, you know, also the worldview through which we look at what leadership means. Um, and then really practically, if our question is, how do we support an ecosystem capable of doing this stuff? We've created different layers of, uh, of how to get involved. So there's deep projects. There's working directly on projects, leadership development initiatives, um, consultancy type work that says, okay, here's a group or here's a business ready to change the story. How do we help them? Yeah. Around that, we've come up with... Um, a thing called innovation clusters, these bioleadership clusters. And, and we'll talk a bit more about that because, of course, the Creative Commons one is, is one of them. But those clusters effectively are about saying, how do we bring people from different sectors or systems or even regions together who are ready to go deeper to work in this way to change that system? Um, and how do we host that as a community, as an ecology, that's also connected to other clusters. So we're taking a genuinely sort of systemic living system approach to how we how do we approach that collective innovation. And then a third layer or a third tier is is effectively a membership. Um, we might come up with a nicer way of framing that because it's it's much more dynamic than that. But um, starting later in spring, an invitation for people to join in a lighter way, not not to have to be involved in these active clusters. But yeah be part of a membership around the world who's trying to do more of this this stuff so so that's the model that all of a sudden makes it more accessible and more easily to be part of um of a connected bioleadership movement um yeah that's where we're up to with it <clears throat> nice it feels like there's a really yeah very it's, um, it's quite a big sort of intentional shift to a sort of um uh yeah these different kind of layers of of um of practice and of of um I guess of 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 layers of of this system that you're starting to feel are that they are the at least this next phase of <clears throat> of development. They're quite tangible, focused, but still realizing that the 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 dynamic is very open and emergent. Well, it, it says something about the fact that one, I think one of the struggles that everybody faces now really is how how can I do more. You know, we're all locked in a certain way of living and working. We're all locked into the systems that we're part of. And and there's a sense of frustration that, oh, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to change things. I don't know how to make a difference. And 
And I think for me, the the fact that we have these three layers means that, okay, for, for the organizations or for the businesses who are really ready to do things radically different, we we can work more deeply with them through the projects. But through the clusters, we can invite people who are kind of one foot in an, an, a more traditional paradigm, one foot in doing something different, and we take them on a shared journey of learning and working together. Yeah. And perhaps the membership are just lighter ways to stay connected, to find out about positive stories, about positive case studies, to ha- come along to workshops to try out different little practices to support this work. But it doesn't have to be about being fully fully involved, fully engrossed in it all. So I, I suppose it comes to access, really, and, and meeting different kinds of people with where they're at to try and develop this stuff. Yeah. What are you learning from, um, I guess, from the work that you're doing with bioleadership across these different dimensions and obviously you're you know some of them are new things right it's like the cluster strategy is a new approach but are you is there anything you can share with <clears throat> i guess folks maybe that are starting to work um they could be within organizations or 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 in different you know in different uh, um sectors but is there anything you can share with what you've been learning over the last few months with people that are starting to step into this way of exploring this new uh, this new leadership um paradigm if you like and because i think that'd be yeah be really be lovely to hear anything that you could share on that oh yeah well oh, i learned <laughs> so, so much all, all of the time really um it, it it's interesting the first thing that comes to mind is um is learning that all of a sudden it feels more valid to say let's make space to stop and slow down to notice and it's the kind of thing where you know it could be part of an executive leadership program and um and there's this hesitation to say what we're not going to have content and what we're not going to do more like hard work we're actually going to slow down and stop and um, but now i'm finding that I'm inviting that into different kinds of process and people are sort of <laughs> gratefully nodding away. And then, and then in an experience of let's slow down, let's reconnect, let's spend some time in nature to open up our awareness, to open up our senses, to remember that we can breathe. Um, all of a sudden that's more, um, it invites more willingness and people are more ready and, and kind of okay with doing it. And then after doing that, we're starting to see a whole different level of quality of just thinking and reflection and connection and connection to a different set of qualities that I speak about, like adaptability, like a, a, an awareness of the bigger picture, of reconnection to a deeper purpose. So I'm learning that um, in this moment now, we're more ready to do that kind of work. All of a sudden, it's not just about going faster, trying harder. It's about noticing. Ultimately, I think it's about consciousness. Mm. Um, do you but think we'll yeah. also learn? Sorry, you. No, it's super interesting because it, it's opening up all kinds of questions for me. Because <laughs> I, I just wondering like whether, and it's probably a mixture, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because my sense is that there, yeah, there's probably a few things going on here, isn't there? There's there's one sense that people are sort of potentially quite broken by the the thing, this kind of way of being and showing up in the world that have been pursuing for many, 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 many years, big chunks of careers and all that kind of stuff. 
there's obviously the, the 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 kind of the race the shift you know the raising awareness of the state we're in and our our contribution by sort of chasing this kind of model of of work and economies and living and you know materials and all these all these things we're just obviously we're starting the the um uh, the awareness levels is shifting very, very fast around what that is actually doing to the to the to the our shared home and all life on the planet. So there's that there's that going on, um, and I just wonder, yeah, where maybe the, all these things like it, maybe there's a there's something which I um, which I notice more and more, um, which is a beautiful thing, which is just feeling like more people are maybe starting to trust these other qualities like intuition and <clears throat> other forms of knowing that they know they know that we could do so much better you know i don't know but it's interesting <laughs> so <laughs> i just i guess all these things are potentially maybe creating uh the permission like you say or the or the sense that actually this feels like a good idea to start with creating space mm-hmm. and not knowing well, you, you make me think about, and it takes us a little bit towards the work that we're doing, the Creative Commons cluster. Yeah. Which is about saying, how do we, you'll describe it in better words than I do, but, you know, how do we, how do we transform the system of creative communication for good and for, and for the planet? Um, yeah. Now, isn't it amazing that in that system, there is that all of the power and all of the human capacity for creativity to make things beautiful to communicate and to connect yeah right um so at the seed of all of that work there's something so brilliant about humans um and it's kind of almost like reconnecting to those things isn't it it's like finding those deep seeds and bringing them back out again yeah as as, as you said there was something beautiful about humans i heard a massive guffaw of laughter coming from the <laughs> perfect timing <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, that, I, I think that's a. Very, I mean, this is this is the thing, isn't it? And it's and it's interesting because when we started thinking about um, this this collaboration on on this cluster around, uh, you know, uh, the sectors that you know that that I'm playing in and working in a lot, you know, which we framed under creative communications. That might be you know design, advertising, PR, content creation. Effectively, what we're really talking about is those that are working with story you know those who are creating and communicating uh on a daily basis often um not always but often uh heavily driven by a, a profit motive on behalf of clients um and increasingly starting to wrestle with the ethics of all of that um and how do you break that cycle how can you bring a better story um into this work and often as i know having you know been playing and exploring this stuff for a good decade or so that yeah it's it's this it people hit walls and despairing and can't see it's possible but i think again we're at this moment in time where there are uh new ideas coming through new ways of thinking about these relationships that we hold and these kind of powers if you like uh and these enormous opportunities actually and privileges to do something more um do something which could um, bring healing and regeneration to the world and the places that we're 
we're communicating and the people that we're building relationships with so i think that's that's the thing and that's i guess that's where we come into with this with this project right which is is we you know that we're now you know we're open we're looking for we're looking for 10 or 12 uh, courageous folks to come and step up on this journey with us and uh go on this uh go on this six month inquiry should we want to is it worth i mean obviously we're going to link to all of this and talk in detail but is it worth just talking a little bit about um the shape of this a shape of this program that we're offering out now and um kind of like why we've sort of gone for that kind of that approach yeah that sounds good that sounds great should Um, i say a few a few things about where it came from yeah absolutely um suppose it starts with an invitation to as we said at the start of the of the conversation really an invitation to explore how do we shift the system but also how do we shift the story of leadership for that system and it starts also from a place of being really I suppose courageous is a nice word if, if courageous is also honest it, it, it starts from a place of saying can we can we strip back the dominant story the dominant narrative what, what you call business as usual so up and down mm. and say what what are the principles the rules the models the guidelines that that we've lived with and that we've kind of led organizations with for quite a long time now that feel really and, locked actually for many people they almost feel immovable yeah yeah and then we fall ourselves we, we ourselves fall success is being good in that story isn't it so, mm. so it's almost like we're trying to look from the inside out to say how do we how do we hack uh, to use a word that you would use more than that how do we hack that story how do we redefine it um and then a bit of background to the bioleadership work quite often one of the frames that we work with is well, what are what are the, are the outdated outdated set of principles, hierarchies, control, command, a certain kind of intelligence, a perspective of disconnection, an unhealthy kind of competition. Now, we've been operating in, in those kinds of dynamics and those through those principles for a long time. What does a different set of principles look like? Um, so, so as a group, we would explore that shift from hierarchies to networks, from uh, command and control to inquiry and learning um, from a sense of disconnection to a sense of it's not about um, a sort of uh, fairy tale like harmony and lack of competition because nature is super competitive but it's it's a different quality of competition that holds the whole system in place that's how a healthy natural system works so so it's a journey exploring those dynamics but but ultimately, it also is a very kind of uh, internal journey as well because, and, and to make it almost practical, to, to navigate the, the, the mess that we find ourselves in, we need a whole different set of resources and qualities like resilience, like adaptability, like um, a deeper form of sense of systemic awareness and interconnection. Um, and I always say love as well. You know, we need to bring that to the top of the dashboard for, for society and, and humanity. Absolutely. And so we, we work with those things. And, and the work that I do, you know, 
nature is a very, very helpful partner and backdrop to cultivating that, that kind of stuff. So it's a journey in, in harnessing, cultivating, connecting, developing all of those, both those mental perspectives of systems and structures, but also internal qualities. And then I suppose the third aspect of it is working out ways that we weave a new culture into the world, you know, validate, legitimize, sort of justify, pierce, punch, whatever we call it, pull, entice, this new way of working so that it feels like, yeah, you know, absolutely the right form of human development for us, but also for the world that we're part of. It's, um, it's legit, as my son would say. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? Because like all forms of technology or knowledge, it can be really good in isolation, but then bringing it through to the surface of a system, allowing, you know, weaving it into the status quo, that's, that's where so much of the work has to take place. So that's why we're calling out for you know, people who are good at what they do, who are influencers, who can shift dials knowing that nobody can do this alone we have to kind of work as a connected system of people within systems but extending across systems to, to shift the dial as a whole um yeah i think off the top of my head that's what it's about <laughs> <laughs> and we're asking <clears throat> it's worth pointing out for those who might be curious about joining us is that we're also um very much building this on um, inquiry-based learning, which is what you know, how you and I actually met, right? Years back, through having both gone through a a master's program based in action inquiry, mm, action research, mm. and I think I think I can say for both of us, you know, was fairly mind-blowing in terms of a a new way of <clears throat> of learning, of sh of showing up, of of mm. of being in the world, and I think that's been very strong that that has featured you know we've both sort of adapted and and morphed and remixed these kinds of things into our own work but i think it's you know that that has been a constant thread in our both of our journeys working with questions right um and mm. i think so i think that's one of the things we're we're building into this into this program is to help uh create the space and the conditions for these you know the the folks that are going to come on this journey with us to help them explore this question set of questions that they are holding um and you know and create the you know help help them use that as the kind of as the sort of um, the foundation as well of of this six month program because <clears throat> we know that that is well we believe that to be a very powerful way of learning into this into this kind of very unknown uncertain world that's emerging yeah exactly and and um i suppose that that's one of the big backdrops of what we're talking about isn't it it's complex and it's messy and traditional forms of organization and leadership are just not fit for purpose for navigating complex very challenging situations and um so how do we navigate that complexity you can't do it by assuming that there's a clear end point yeah. and uh and a, and a linear line and uh working with these inquiries learning questions and holding them i like to, i like to imagine them as kind of like little beacons in the horizon you yeah. 
cast out a light into the night and then we follow the light and see where that takes us and then throw it out further. So we, we can't yeah. see the end point. And also yeah. the, the, the others, <clears throat> you know, all of us in this, on, on this program will also be able to, you know, you know, see that beacon that you've put out there. We'll also be able to, uh, um, you know, comment on it, um, add something, um, question it with you as well. Uh, and likewise with their own questions, because obviously there's this great, deep sort of um, a, a wonderful potential in 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 a, in a in a group of people learning together. Um, you know, with mm. maybe maybe quite different <clears throat> questions that they're hold we're holding at a personal level, but the ability as again to start to replicate how a how a field of practice a system uh, mm. a, a, can actually support. Um, you know all these different kind of um uh parts of it right uh, again it's it's this where's this sort of cooperative kind of um flavor and this idea of openness and sharing and actually where we start to build on 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 the different questions that we're bringing in and actually there's the the um the potential in that the possibility in where that might take you as well so that feels mm. like um, a sort of uh yeah what um the intention of this program is to is to work in that way. Mm, exactly that. Exactly that. There's that nice thing about emergence, which is scientifically emergence is that property of um, two things coming together and creating something new, but you can't really anticipate what that something new might be a lot of the time. So yeah, w- with all of this, really, I keep thinking we just have to keep taking the best steps we can, and something new will emerge. We, we can't can't predict it. Yeah, we just have to keep doing the work. Exactly, and there's. Um, I had a conversation with uh, someone just a couple of days ago on who's interested uh, on on uh, coming on this journey with us, and uh, it was interesting. We were just talking about um, sort of um, yeah, building kind of, um, and the, you know, the, the question was like, you know, what what's the sort of curriculum? What are the idea? You know, what what things will we? Which concepts? And I said, well, we you know we have ideas and concepts that we will bring into this process, and we'll we'll list those, and you know, again that they're they're not but we're not prescriptive these these are ideas that we've have found useful interesting helping you to kind of maybe work and see the world differently um but actually what we're trying to do is is introduce different things which which connect with different people right and to give you a sense of kind of tools and ideas which may be useful but at the same time also not we're not this it feels this program is you know again we're not you know it's not like do this and everything be sorted <laughs> it's mm-hmm. from, how do you build that kind of that way of being the ability then more about creating the conditions and like you say the resilience and the practices because i think so much of this comes back to practice <clears throat> how we show up day in day out in order to be able to move into to something maybe that we're that, that we can see is being called for um and i think you know we talked about this before but the sort of experiential nature of the learning process and how how important that feels as well so we're sort of we're trying to sort of um not just work at the kind of head logic level um mm. trying to work with with um ways of being and different ways of knowing and stuff that help us yeah feel feel a different form of intelligence that we can work with Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we got some guests? Can we talk about our guests? We've got guests. Yeah, you, you, yeah. So you, you say a bit about them. You introduce people so well. Ah, oh, well. <clears throat> so, 
So well, we got we're gonna um, we're gonna be featuring some guests, and they 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 you know there'll be a mixture of guests that will show up virtually on our sort of web based sessions, and uh, who will show up in person on our retreat based sessions. I'm not quite sure who's doing what yet, um, but um, we 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 are quite excited by um, the well we've got we've got we've got we've got three guests, have we not? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> <We've> got... <laughs> three so far yeah three so far we probably probably won't do too many more than that but um so we have they have the uh incredible anna murray from paternity co-founder of paternity uh design studio and all kinds of other brilliance um which uh which will be someone else i've actually i've um done a, a, a podcast with in the past but yeah i mean anna is just yeah so fascinating her work and um that she's doing in the world um across multiple dimensions um so very excited to have her in in the in the game um we have uh we have alex weller um marketing director from patagonia europe who is going to be um guesting which again is super exciting as a a you know he is uh someone that's again sort of embodying this way of showing up and working um and obviously working for a company i think that many of us have a huge amount of um respect and admiration for in terms of um courage and openness and responding to these things that are way bigger than us um, way bigger than businesses and humans and uh um so really excited to have um him involved and then we have the wonderful rowan conway you you've you've got some history working with rowan haven't you and yeah she, she rowan's uh, is has um been part of and uh been a, a guest on programs and some of the stuff that she does at a level of depth of power and um masculinity femininity and um ho hope and love is very very profound and in the context still of how do we make change happen um similar to anna as well really you know anna's work around cycles connection to nature and working with design to shift perspectives to connect with wider perspectives to see patterns in society um to connect with creativity it's um it's a really brilliant mix it's a really great bunch yeah yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting, exciting journey. So, um, if you're listening and this sounds like uh, this is for you, get in touch. All the details in the show notes. We'd love to chat to you about coming on board um, and going on this journey with us. Andres, great to chat. Thanks, Dan. Always um, really good to speak. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, and we'll be in touch really soon. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye. So that was Andres uh, Roberts from the Bio Leadership Project, and um, talking about the learning leadership program that we're um, bringing to the world. Um, if this sounds like something for you, um, get in touch. The show notes below. You'll find the link to the page and the details to get in touch with us. Um, if you want to chat a little bit more depth about. Um, how it's going to be then yeah reach out to us if you know someone that you think wow they'd, they'd be really up for this please do send it to them um or share it with them that'd be super awesome um yeah we're super excited about this yeah it's gonna be 
very generative. I can feel it. Um, and some amazing guests as well. And actually, if you're interested by Anna Murray from Paternity, um, she was also a, an early guest on the Spaceship Earth podcast. You can uh, check that one out. I think it was episode eight, Anna Murray from Paternity. So, yeah, there we have it. Um, Andres also has a TED talk, a TEDx talk on bioleadership, which has just gone live. So I shall link to that in the notes. Uh, which is lovely, and uh, yours truly was listed in the Hyatt Denim Mavericks and Makers 2019 list, uh, which was very flattering and lovely to uh, to uh, to be uh, to be listed. Um, now and again, it's nice, it's lovely. I won't I won't deny it. it's lovely when someone notices what you're up to because um, it can get uh, at times, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you think. Sometimes I think to myself. Last year was a was a was a difficult year. I was thinking, what am I doing? But there you go. I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm doing it. But it's nice occasionally to have a bit of a shout out. So thanks to uh, the Hyatt Denim crew for that one. Um, so uh, back to business as usual. Episode thirty is coming very shortly, um, and uh, more stacking up. So we'll be back to uh, usual uh, podcast conversations. Um, but yeah, that was uh, a little a little sharing of a project for 2020. So thanks for listening. Um, take it out there. Remember, folks, there are no passengers on Spaceship Earth. We're all crew. Until next time, peace and out. We live on a life-giving rock called Earth, hurtling through space. How bonkers is that? 